0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday of quarantine, which apparently means every Sunday for forever, you get a bonus episode of Says Who if you are a $5 or up monthly supporter on our Patreon. And normally, that Patreon money goes to help Make this happen and send things to you, but uh, it is July 1st as you hear this, and so that means we have been just charged for our last run, and all of that money uh, is going to be donated, as we said at the beginning of June, uh, all of that money is going to be donated to the Movement for Black Lives. So thank you for supporting that and supporting us, and for generally being awesome, patreon.com slash who.
1: Hey, Dan, there's something I'd like to tell you about. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me. It's called about books.
0: It. Whoa. Looks. Yes. Can you eat them?
1: No. Well, I mean, yes.
0: But do you put them on your face to breathe you can. safely? Uh, I think you probably can. Okay.
1: But, Dan, you read them and they take you somewhere else, they take you out of this reality and into a different one.
0: I would like to go there forever.
1: And in many cases they're free if you get them from the library, including ebooks from the library. So support your local library. But I write books and Dan Do you? Cup- yes. And a couple Holy weeks shit. Ago, it's true. A couple weeks ago I told you that the truth that truly devious is going to be part of Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. If you have that, I believe that starts on July 1st.
0: Long time coming, but here we are.
1: I think, I believe the start date, I know it comes in July and I think it starts on the 1st. So at some point, if you want that, it's uh, it's there. But um, I just also want to thank everyone that leaves reviews of books online because those are hugely helpful. And that time you take really makes a giant difference for whatever books uh, you're reviewing. Uh, because sometimes we also, as authors, get weird reviews like, I don't look at them that often, but every once in a while, I just check to see what's going on. And, you know, you see a review for your book that says something like the subject line is sticky. And then you read the review and it says, I got the book and it was all sticky. I like the book a lot. One star. And it got a bad review because the book (laughs) apparently came all sticky. So I don't stop writing sticky books. You know, there's just anyway, I just want you to know that if you're the kind of person that leaves reviews on places like amazon or barnes and noble or whatever not don't buy them from there but wherever you're leaving your book reviews it, it helps so so much and i feel like i haven't thanked people for that in a long time so thank you for leaving reviews of books books
0: books and this once again is dan hello listener i would like to tell you about uh says who merch which is stuff you can buy at merch, that is M-E-R-C-H dot com. You can get shirts that go over your body. You can get coverings that go over your face. You can get packs that go on your fanny. All kinds of things you can do. Coffee mugs. Merch dot com. Cover your fanny. <clears throat> a whole bunch of british listeners that are scandalized right now oh maureen johnson i have some good news for you i want it give it to me it's july 1st the year is half over officially dan I it's have some information. all smooth mm. sailing from here downhill. Just jump on that skateboard and ride it on down. We Damn. did all the hard pedaling up that hill. Damn. We did it all. It's all. We're just up at the top. Look! Look at that view. It's beautiful. Look at that. It's Damn. amazing. And oh, now
2: Damn. here
0: we go. Down. King of the
1: world. What? Down. Hmm. I have to tell you something. Is it that it's all looking good? Down. Pew, 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 second half of the year.
0: What? The the part we just did? Mm Mm-hmm. The heart was that really awful thing. The whole first half of the year that felt like it was forever. That's Mm -hmm. behind us now. Mm Mm-hmm. Smooth sailing, right? That was the easy part. Oh, fuck. (laughs)
1: Says who the podcast that isn't a podcast.
0: It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. I am Maureen Jones. Maureen Johnson. How are you? July 1st. Mm. Mm. Didn't think I'd ever see that month. Here we are. Big month. Somehow, why do you sound like, why are you all hermpy?
1: Dan, it's July Mm -hmm.
0: 1st. Yeah.
1: Actually, well, today is actually June 30th, I mean, if we're being honest. Well,
0: come on. Theater of the mind, Maureen.
1: But it doesn't matter. They're all
0: hearing this on July 1st.
1: I understand that, Dan, but here's why it matters. No. See, here in New York City,
0: for the past
1: several weeks... We have been treated to nonstop fireworks. Um, No one knows why, Uh, but they go off constantly. Uh, Just fireworks all the time. And so because the city was, you know, have been rocked by the massive, you know, being the epicenter of COVID for so long and all the other things. So uh, the city decided to give us a treat. Yeah. And it it works together with Macy's, who do two big things for us each year. They give us a mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Day parade, and they give sure. us fourth, fourth of July fireworks. Ooh. But this year, they couldn't do the normal fireworks, or they decided not to do the normal fireworks, and, and they decided to do something that when I read what they were actually going to do, yeah, I, I laughed for 20 minutes straight. (laughs) I, okay, the only time I have ever laughed quite like this to the point where I sort of a little bit peed myself (laughs) was when I read aloud the opening chapters of Flowers in the Attic where they describe how the father dies because it's literally the funniest passage in all of books. But, their plan to cheer us all up in New York is to have I just need to take a breath before I say this. Completely unannounced firework displays for a week. Sounds festive. Unannounced, constantly moving. they oh. are going to set them up fast and move them out fast so no one can gather or no one can know where they're going to be. So that means that for every night this week, suddenly somewhere in New York, we're going to have. A whole bunch of explosions. And we had the first ones last night. Um, was it fun? It was surprisingly close to my house. <laughs> and um, uh, they we saw them kind of sliding into position around 930. And from about like 940 or so till 10 o'clock, we had unannounced fireworks, (laughs) huge unannounced fireworks that made the building shake, huge unannounced fireworks that made the dogs bark. And Dexie ran from window to window going, what the shit is going on? Just unannounced, (laughs) moving, roving, unstoppable fireworks that are, you know, surprisingly kind of late for fireworks. Like well past the time, a lot of little kids are in bed, Um, you know, or older people people that might be working late because of COVID or, you know, whatever, like healthcare workers might be in bed. Um, you know, just people trying to relax during the summer. That's been so stressful and we can't really fucking go anywhere. And all we have is like the chance to kind of be at home and watch a show or maybe catch up on some sleep, but no, we're going to have roving unannounced fireworks for a week, mandatory unannounced fun through sky explosions. and it's Awesome. I cannot believe that this is, this is quite literally the plot of a 30 rock episode.
0: It actually, right. It is.
1: It is. It's called salute to fireworks where they decide that the, the number one thing they can do to boost the network is something just a show called salute to fireworks where they do an unannounced three hour (laughs) firework display in the middle of midtown. And it just looks like all the buildings are blowing up. Um, that's sort of what we're dealing with right now. Dan, like I said, I'm I live in the middle of New York City, where we just went through. We were, I believe, the epicenter of the world for COVID. For, for now, time, for a time, we were. Yeah, we are definitely not anymore, but we were, and uh, many, many people died. Somewhere, well over twenty thousand people died here in the city. Yeah. Um, and we were really, really hit hard. So what do we got? We've got, um, unannounced fireworks. And Dan, then, then on Sunday, I had to go down to the hardware store to get something, but not the close one, the slightly further one. There's a really good hardware store at the other end of the East Village where I was like, I need something. I needed a window protection thing. So I was like, I need to go down and I need to get this thing to lock off the window. Because Dexie's is taking an interest in the windows. Possibly because oh, of the goddamn explosions. So I had to kind of put something. What I've done is I've bought giant plant potters, heavy fucking stone ones, which I put yeah. giant ferns in. And so any of the windows that open now have these fucking giant plants in front of them. So she can't even get near them.
0: I'm just envisioning your apartment has sort of a land of the lost feel now.
1: Oh, God, it's always looked like that. I look like... If you've ever seen photos of 70s apartment layouts where they're super into plants, like or even if you watch uh, uh, all the president's men, like their apartments are just fucking full of plants. Yeah, that's that's very much my aesthetic. Like you turn and there's a goddamn plant in my like, I just buy more and more and bigger plants. I have my eye on a on a palm that's like about eight feet high. And I was like, I need to figure out and get that fucking plant home.
0: That's like going on a vacation right there. Dan, park park your put a heat lamp next to that palm and you're set.
1: I bought four heavy stone planters. They have no delivery, so I had to carry these motherfuckers oh, through God. 90 degree heat. Oh good. Several blocks home. Like it's a good 20, 25 minute walk in the heat carrying they're carryable, but they are heavy. Yeah. And I walked through the East Village of New York City on a Sunday afternoon and the sidewalk dining has opened here and Dan, I walk through and I feel like I saw what was coming because every one of those places was rammed, not rammed good. and not six feet apart. The kind of close where you could almost eat off of each other's plates kind of close. Right. Um, And people just gathering and clustering and leaning over the tables to talk to each other. Sure. Literally just no masks in sight the whole walk. None.
0: Not a one. Here's the thing, Maureen. I think that it's starting to become clear that putting things into your wet hole and then yelling at someone two feet from you is just not going to work.
1: I'm just not going to forget the phrase wet hole for a while. And that's really going to be upsetting for me. But go on.
0: That's it. I just Mm. think that putting a food or a drink into the wet hole in your face Mm. and then sending projectile aerosols across a table or across a bar into someone else's wet hole doesn't make Mm. a lot of sense. I just, we don't have to keep saying wet hole. i mean, just trying to use clinical terms here, Maureen. Mm I was
1: really genuinely shocked to my core. I came home and said to Oscar, I I was almost speechless by what I'd seen because it was block after block after block and each kind of block worse than the last. And I just said, I think we're in trouble. I mean, of all the places that should know better, we are the place that should know better.
0: Yeah, there's that
1: it was fucking everywhere. And it's not I mean, we're doing great here, but it's not gone from here. It's just that it no. isn't it's not that it's we're not wearing the giant beaked plague doctor masks right now. That's all. We are just wearing normal ones. But it was
0: that I, 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 Dan, mm. Did you know that the beaks in the Plague Doctor masks were just so that they could put um, good smelling dried flowers like lavender and stuff in there so that they did weren't overwhelmed by the stench of death?
1: I went to theater school. You think I I know what a what a doctore you know, what the, the,
0: the, 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 then. you were then. all come on. It's her, it's I, a was a, I was a theater school goth. Who do you think you're talking to? For
1: Nicely, You think I didn't have a doctor and mask hanging around the house? <laughs> um at some point, comedia characters will cross your path. Uh Dan. Um, so we are big on fireworks and apparently oh and also just every public area, fucking ramp. Dan, rammed absolutely rammed just in a way that i came back and i said i don't know maybe we should leave because everyone here is being stupid so i don't know what to do fortunately a lot of
0: holes a lot of aerosolized droplets hey what's up oh no oh no I was Hi. like the candy man. I said wet holes one too many times. Amy Carter's shoe. How you doing? Uh, doing I... okay. What you Maureen was what... just there. Is she still uh, there?
2: Uh, she went off. She said something about wet holes. And she had to go.
0: So I came over. Oh, no. I love wet holes. <laughs> uh... I just mean mouths. Amy Carter's shoe. I just mean mouths. So do
2: I. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Hey, you know what? You know, Joe?
0: Yeah,
2: he's got a back mouth.
0: What? I don't know if I want to pursue this, but I don't know what you're talking about right now.
2: Wet hose.
0: <laughs> <sighs> I heard oh, it. Oh <laughs> no! And I came running. I apologize.
2: It's so stretchy. In the heat, everything gets even stretchier. Oh, no. Everything constricts in the cold, but in the heat, it all hangs loose. So dangly. So stretchy. I love it. I love the hot weather. I love my man Joe this time of year. He expands. Oh, God. Oh, God. He gets all stretchy. I did this to myself. I wrote a children's book. You want to hear what I call it?
0: Um, yes, I do.
2: It is to teach kids about democracy and family. Okay. I'm calling it. It's about how It's a summer read. Okay. It's a summer read. Yeah. It's called, it's called The Expanding Uncle. Okay. Think about it for a while. That's all. The Expanding Uncle.
0: Okay. Uh, That was less... Think about it. That was less offensive. I mean, I get it.
2: Say it out loud.
0: No. Say it out loud. I don't don't want to now. Say it out loud. Why? Is there a trick if I say it? The expanding uncle. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, amy carter shoe can you put maureen back on we have a lot of show to get to you want to read
2: the expanding uncle (laughs) the pop-up book
0: we don't have a lot of children listening to this podcast amy carter shoe thank god
2: yeah those were holes Mm -hmm. you're the one that said it
0: i am i am bye goodbye
1: Oh, I had to go get a drink.
0: Oh, uh, well, Maureen Johnson, you are not the only worm feeling festive Work? and fireworks-y. I don't know why it came out that way, but let's just roll with it. The President of the United States, Maureen, is heading to Mount Rushmore on Friday to headline cool. a big fireworks show there. They have not had fireworks shows at Mount Rushmore for a long time, because you know why? It's in the middle of a fucking forest. And typically, you don't launch large-scale fireworks shows in the middle of a fucking national forest, of which this time, this year, is especially dry. They are expecting 7,500 people to show, though these are the same people that thought a million people were going to Oklahoma, so who knows? Maybe it's just like two guys. Uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem today said that they will not be social distancing. Cool.
1: I mean, important, don't,
0: for sure. Really important to point that out.
1: They, were, they just said we're not going to socially distance?
0: Literally direct quote we will not be social distancing they will pass out masks if you want one but they will not be social distancing and if that makes you uncomfortable she said just stay home
1: Mm. Mm -mm -mm. yeah Yeah. dan do we do we deserve what we get
0: um yeah we do we do but yeah he's going He's going. They're gonna launch some fireworks. It's gonna be great. You know what I've always hated, Maureen? Fireworks. Mm. Always hated fireworks. Really? Not a big fan. Not a big they're fan. They're stupid, like, right? They're they're kind of yeah. stupid. Like going to a you know, to a park or a beach to watch some fireworks? No. I mean, I'll do it at Disney because they do a whole show. But uh typical typical Fourth of July fireworks, I can I can pass on that big time,
1: yeah, I, I never really understood why people were so into them, and I just thought it was me being a failure as a person.
0: no, they're big and they're loud, I mean, I you know they can be like again like i'll see i'll I'll watch a Disney fireworks show I like that shit, but uh, speaking of which Maureen Johnson, Disneyland officially not reopening.
1: When do you think that's there? So they were supposed to open on the 7th? I think the 17th, 17th 17th.
0: of, or somewhere around there of July. This is, this is the park in uh, Anaheim outside Los Angeles. And uh, they announced last week, well, the governor announced that they were going to hold off on their stage four guidance because uh, shit's popping off in LA. We'll get to everywhere else that is popping off soon. But um. And so then Disney basically said, well, if we don't have guidance, uh, you know, at this point, we really can't reopen. So we don't know when we're going to be reopening that park.
1: Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles is. I, I, I you know I rely on you for a lot of this because I know that, Dan, you sit there. You ever see the movie um, One Crazy Summer and there's the uncle that sits unblinking by the phone trying to win a radio call in contest And he just
0: I have not thought about that movie in a long time.
1: And he literally spends the entire summer sitting by the phone, chain smoking, rocking and listening to the radio, trying to call in the minute that they get the sign that when you're supposed to call. Yeah, Um, that's how I picture you with with COVID charts.
0: It's not inaccurate. It's definitely not inaccurate. Uh, You know how. You end up on your like on your laptop, you get a lot of tabs open. But on your phone, it's just like there's sort of an infinite number of tabs because you Mm -hmm. don't actually ever visualize them. Right. Uh, On my phone, the browser, once it reaches 99 tabs, the little square just turns into sort of a smiley face like. (laughs) 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 And that's for you. Yeah. And I have gotten to the point now where I will every now and then start closing them. And I would say almost all of them are the same Washington Post uh, charts. They're not good, Maureen. We are uh, last week was the worst covid week ever, including the heights of uh, when New York was really popping off in terms of new cases. We are not. Uh, at a height on deaths right now. But um, but give it time. That's how it works. Um, but yeah, last week, worst ever, crossed 40,000 uh, new cases in a day. Uh, this week will probably be worse. And, you know, the week after that will probably be worse than that. Uh, Dr. Fauci just testified to Congress today and was asked kind of how bad is it going to get. And he was like, I really can't predict anything but I can reasonably see that if nothing changes we will hit 100,000 cases a day. And yeah, I think he's not wrong.
1: How many cases are we at a day now?
0: Uh last week was the first week that we crossed 40,000. The highest in the week was uh over 45, I believe or it might have been just shy of 40. No, I think it was over 45. Um, this week I would guess that we will hit 50,000 right now. I think the the thing that will slow us down from hitting that is not a lack of people with COVID, but, um, not enough tests being able to be administered in a day. So, uh, we may plateau for a bit, but that plateau is likely going to simply be, there are not enough tests to go around in places like Houston and Phoenix and, uh, Miami and, you know, multiple Jacksonville and orange, uh, Orange County, Florida. Did you know that Disneyland and Disney World are both in counties called Orange County? I did not know that till I started tracking COVID numbers, but there you go.
1: Where is... This is a terrible question, but um, where is the worst... Uh, is
0: it Arizona right now that's the worst upward curve? or um, It's depends on what curve you want to look at. Um, case wise, I believe that it is the County, uh, Maricopa County or something like that. I'm totally murdering that. Yeah. In Arizona. Um, but hospitalization wise, it is the Houston area right now where they, um, have hit hundred percent ICU twice last week, I believe. Um, and, uh, Yeah, but uh, the Miami, the Miami-Dade County in Florida is popping off. The big difference right now, Maureen, between now and March is we have four states, California, Arizona, Texas, and Florida, that are all hitting New York when it started going south numbers. Right. And when New York was going south, that was only in New York. So we we have the real possibility of sort of a 4X, and that's not even counting the kind of next layer of states like Georgia, and I believe Tennessee has gotten really bad, and Oklahoma's getting bad, and, you know, so it's... We're not in a good situation.
1: Um, uh, a couple other questions for you, Dan. Yeah. Do you think that Disney Florida will actually go ahead with their reopening, considering I what's happening in Florida right now. I
0: can not imagine that they will. I mean, I I remember, so like Universal Florida opened July 1 or, or or June 1, right around the very, very beginning of June. It's pretty much as soon as they could. And Disney World announced that they were going to kind of slow roll it. And I believe July 11th, so 10 days is... Uh, is their opening day. They have kind of progressively moved toward opening. I believe um, select hotels are now open again, the downtown Disney district, which is like the shopping district that's open. Um, But Maureen, 60,000 people work at Disney world. They don't live there. They live in, Orlando and Kissimmee and Winter Park and, you know, all of the surrounding regions. And that whole area is just popping off. And I cannot see how they keep their staff safe. So I I think that they will not reopen and I I I hope that they do not reopen. Um, You know, you're already seeing Florida and Texas both closed bars on the same day, uh, last Friday. Uh, Arizona yesterday announced not only were bars closing, but a number of other things, including water parks, which were apparently open. (laughs) Um, None of them have officially said we are moving back a phase and none of them have said we are shutting down like New York shut down. Right. Um, but all of them have recognized that the kind of apocalypse event was moving to indoor dining and bars. Mm -hmm. And so they are stepping away from that precipice. New Jersey over by you was supposed to go to indoor dining this week and they've announced that they're not. And I think New York is thinking about that, right? Because they were it's supposed un- to, but they haven't. They are now like, well, we're taking a look at it. Uh, yeah. As
1: far as the last thing I read was that they were taking a look at it, and I think that that's got to be influenced by the fact that everybody has gone fucking out of their minds and <laughs> is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm ever really going to recover. I think it's going to be one of those things that, like, years from now, I'm going to look back and remember walking down the street in the East Village and going the fuck is everybody doing what are you doing it's gonna be like that
0: well the good news in that scenario is you made it through
1: i think i did i felt like i got covid just by walking on the street i mean i also for the first time uh in this whole period i was in a car yesterday Dan. that's right you had a
0: doctor's appointment you had had a doctor's
1: appointment And I, so I went to the doctor. My doctor's all the way across town, sort of just, just west of uh, Times Square. And uh, uh, yeah, like they, you know, they've been practicing through, you know, obviously they've had to do throughout. My my doctor was not in the office because he, my doctor is the man who was brought back to life after having a major heart attack in Germany. And then the Germans put him on ice and revived him. Oh my God. technically dead for nine days or something, but yes.
0: Your um, doctor is a zombie?
1: So my doctor went to, his daughter was going to Cambridge University and then they went on a, they went for a week together to Germany and he had a massive heart attack on a train platform.
0: Oh my God. And
1: And the Germans being the Germans rushed in, were on the situation immediately, rushed him to like a specialized unit where they Saved his life, brought him back, and then they do a thing where they kind of keep you on. They kind of cool your brain. What? Um, It's to slow, like, damage. And so he was on, like, he had, like, this brain ice thing for, uh, like, nine days. Medical professionals right now are screaming, and you're going, it's called this. But you guys will know what I mean. And um he was in Germany for a while, and then he came back, and they totally saved him. They brought wow. him back the Germans brought my doctor back from the dead. And then he wasn't able to practice for like almost a year, but then he came back.
0: Cause he kept trying to eat people's brains.
1: Look, you do what you need to. We all got to feed, but he was not allowed to practice during COVID. Like he had to do all telemedicine and he seemed super bored. He was like, I just watched so much TV and I would take these long naps. And I was so bored. <laughs> He also has long flowing hair now. He's got white. He looks almost his hair. Hold on.
0: So your doctor is Donald Trump's old doctor.
1: That's what I was about to say. He's got hair like that guy now. (laughs) Oh, no. no. Except it's a little more bald on top, but he has (laughs) that hair now. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh Uh-huh. So... So I took a lift where you have to wear masks and I kind of stuck my head out the window like a dog. Just, I was like fresh air. And then I walked part of the way back because I wanted to see Times Square. I just wanted to walk a little bit. And I also wanted to get a cold drink because it was hot. And I stuck the straw like up under my mask so I could sip and walk. So I was kind of like wedging it under there. And I saw, I walked through Times Square almost entirely empty. Okay. You know what? She'll come back. I saw the naked cowboy.
0: Oh good. Phew. He was out there. Nature is he, healing.
1: He had his mask around his chin and he was talking to a tourist who was about two feet away from him trying to take a video who also didn't have a mask on. Perfect. Cool. And then I walked all the way past the New York Public Library where they've put giant surgical masks on the lions outside. It looks really cool. It's very they cool. They did actually. that on
0: the lions at the Art Institute here in Chicago and they got stolen the next day.
1: I must have just I was I was like I'm surprised I haven't heard about that. So I think I happened to walk past it as it had just been put up. So I got a picture of it. So that's my story, Dan.
0: I, like I was your outside story. Of my house.
1: I was outside of my house.
0: That's wild. That's wild, Maureen. Well, you know who else? Too far. Too far. Was outside okay. of his house. Who? Mike Pence. Who? Aww. Because they really seem to be Actively attempting to get someone from the administration sick, went to Texas this week, a week that Texas is popping record numbers every single day. Uh, and he was seen coming off of uh, whatever Air Force One knockoff the vice president flies in, uh, wearing a mask, which was a big deal and was kind of prompted a bunch of people to say, well, maybe they're taking it seriously. And then he went to a mega church in Dallas with 3,000 people present, not socially distanced, and a 200-person choir, (laughs) not wearing masks, with 200 wet holes, Mm. sent aerosolized Mm. droplets all over the fucking place.
1: I wish I hadn't said wet holes and Mike Pence together like that, but you know.
0: It's just, I'm just being clinical, Maureen. You're not. I am. You're just not. Anyway, yeah, so, you know, it was like, oh, maybe he's taking it serious. No, he's not. It was that kind of a moment. Like, Oh, maybe things are getting, no, they aren't. They're not getting better. Trump fuck it went golfing. <laughs> and uh, the nice thing was he was originally supposed to go to Bedminster in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And announced that he was not, that he was canceling his trip to Bedminster so that he could stay in Washington, D.C. to make sure that the streets of D.C. stayed safe. Mm. And then he went golfing on Saturday and Sunday at his course in uh, Virginia. Turned out that uh, it was also raining in Bedminster, which I'm sure had nothing to do with why they canceled the trip it had everything to do with keeping it safe. But anyway, Maureen en route on Sunday to uh, to his golf club. He did what he does best, which is uh, send out a bunch of inflammatory tweets on a Sunday morning. And one of them was to retweet a uh, pro Trump golf cart protest in a retirement town in Florida called the Villages. Uh, where one guy drove by in his golf cart yelling white power, (laughs) which seems great. (sighs) And um, apparently we now learned that multiple senior aides tried to reach the president for three hours after tweeting it, but couldn't because he was golfing and he had put his phone down. President of the United States, Maureen, was unreachable for three hours on Sunday (laughs) in the midst of a rapid increase of of a deadly virus spreading across the United States. He was just simply unreachable.
1: Dan, hmm?
0: Just um. hey do you want to do something fun do you want to do something fun do you want to do something this is, fun this is a trap. do you want to do you want to uh do you want to pretend like it's the before times and we don't talk about how badly donald trump fucked up the pandemic but instead we can talk about how badly he fucked something else up yes well great because this week the new york times reported and now there's been a ton of follow-on reporting from a bunch of different sources uh but anyway they quote they they reported that quote russian military intelligence unit offered and paid bounties to taliban linked militants to kill u.s and coalition troops in afghanistan And according to the reporting, Donald Trump knew about that since early spring of this year, though since then, the AP actually says that it may have been a full year earlier when, in fact, three U.S. troops were killed uh, by a uh, improvised explosive device when they were in uh, their trucks in Afghanistan. The White House has, of course, denied it, and they did it by saying that simply neither Trump or Pence were ever briefed about it, which seems great as a way of your defense to simply say, oh, we never told the president or the vice president about the fact that Russia was paying bounties for U.S. troops. Uh, later, they tried to backtrack and say that uh, he wasn't briefed about it because there wasn't 100 percent agreement among intelligence agencies on some of the details, which then caused a whole bunch of people that used to work at intelligence agencies to say, like, what the fuck? There's almost never a 100 percent agreement. And we brief presidents on this shit all the time. And we tell them that part, uh, you know, at some point then. It was explained that, oh, maybe it was mentioned to him, but it wasn't like they wrote it down in his daily brief or anything like that. So then, of course, today it's now being reported that it was written down in his daily brief from February. And people have, in fact, looked back at his schedule from that day. And he spent most of the day rage tweeting Fox News stories and having a visit with Diamond and Silk.
1: Yes, Dan. Yes. Don't you don't you say yes in that kind of voice to me?
0: Yes. No. Don't you don't you
1: don't you, don't you fucking dare, Dan? Yes.
0: God damn it, Dan. Anyway, Maureen, all of this has led to a whole nother round of this guy is unfit to be the president. Bob Woodward ran a whole big story in CNN last night about how all these people have been witness to Trump's phone calls with various world leaders and they've been appalled by them throughout. People like John Bolton have come out to be like, oh, yeah, all of this shit totally happened. And it's like they all could have fucking done something about it. And of course, now Maureen, we get to hear from people like George Conway, husband to Kellyanne. I don't, nope. Critic of the president. Nope. World's longest con. Nope. Nope. I have, nope. I, I have one thing though, Maureen. I have something for you. All have right. A little gift for you. No, you don't. For you. I do. I do. And believe it or not, that gift comes from the weird fucking world of George and Kellyanne. Nope, don't want it. Send that gift I back. I know. I know. But Taylor Lawrence, who is the meme and TikTok and YouTube reporter for The New York Times, uh, last night revealed that Claudia Conway, one of their kids, is a fervent anti-Trump TikToker With thousands of followers and puts up videos encouraging people to leave, like, one-star reviews on Trump properties. One was all about how she was launching a Save Baron 2020 campaign. And she actually seems like maybe she's awesome. I think we found the one good Conway, Maureen. I don't... Dan, first of all, I
1: have such a love of TikTok people that it's between Sarah Cooper, the K-pop stands who who dunked on the Tulsa rally. I mean, it's not not terrible stuff is coming out of this.
0: No. It's good. It's good stuff. And hey, you know what? If you're a teen, you're a Conway tween, first of all, I had not I had not entirely wrapped my brain around the fact that those two had procreated at some point. And probably more than one. Probably more than one. Anyway. Claudia Conway. Teen TikTok sensation. Save Baron 2020.
1: Dan, do you hear this sound? Listen to this. Listen, tell me if you can hear this. You hear that?
0: Yeah, it sounds
1: squinchy. Yep, that was me squirting from a tiny sample bottle of a perfume called dirt. It smells <laughs> like dirt.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: It's supposed to smell like wet dirt on like a summer day.
0: That sounds I went, nice.
1: I went through so I had I went through my travel backpack Dan and I finally dumped out my special stash of stuff that the very last time I traveled, like I have a little bag of airplane supplies and sure has everything from like eyeglass repair kits to wipes to tiny, tiny squirt bottle of dirt perfume. Yeah. I was putting that on, Dad, because, um, you know why? Because I wanted, for no reason, other than the fact that I don't want to talk about the fucking Conways anymore, and I don't want to talk about how, to, because we know. We know, we know, we know exactly how terrible Trump is. He's been terrible. He's always terrible. He started terrible. He's finishing terrible. There's, there's no change. There's no change. And now now there's just a just giant global pandemic and we're just doing terribly in the same way that we've d- been doing terribly. Except now it's the kind of terrible where people just die real fast and horribly. And nobody's doing anything about it except the people who are trying to do stuff about it, like the healthcare workers and in individual states and individual people who are making masks all goddamn time trying to fix things. Except we we there's no Trump news because Trump is a is a giant suck hole he is a giant wet suck hole of the universe he's a black hole oh, things going they go in look they don't who's go talking on. about just wet holes just... <laughs> he's he's just he's nothing he's nothing he's just fucking nothing and i i just i don't i don't like there's too much this is too are you getting anything done
0: i mean no work (laughs) no not really no no it's not really been a it's not really been a time of year that's been marked by productivity i would say i got three books to write yeah you're doing the work no work for the both of us here
1: i'm trying to dan but like you know for, for example this morning i spent and this is not a complaint it's just a just an observation two and a half hours Trying to like get my parents' grocery orders set up because the stupid site kept crashing and like my didn't accept my card and I so I run all their stuff so that they never have to leave the house. And my dad doesn't get any weird ideas in his head about going over to the store to look for something stupid is the kind of thing that he do. So I have to make sure they have literally everything so that he has never, he never has any thoughts about leaving his goddamn house. Then it's just,
0: How are we doing anything? We shouldn't have to be. Doing anything? I mean, what we should be doing is fucking staying inside. I do that. You know? Like, and people should be fucking paying us to do that. And other people should be figuring out what a fucking long-term strategy is to make sure that everyone's okay and you don't have to make a decision about going into a shitty job because you have to make ends meet. You know it. It infuriates me, Maureen. Johnson. Yeah.
1: By the way, I just want to say that I have nothing to complain about. I am super duper, t- and every day I'm like so lucky, so lucky, so lucky, so lucky, so lucky. It's yeah. just, it's just hard to kind of do anything right now and i mean it just i want to talk about that for just one second of how hard it is like just to kind of get fucking anything done
0: yeah it's real hard and there and and yeah i both you and i are remarkably lucky we you know we are doing jobs and have been doing jobs that allow us to stay home because that's where the jobs happen um there are a lot of people that don't And there are not a lot of people in positions of power that are trying to figure out how to make that equation make sense. You know, like I'm the parent of two fucking kids right now, and they have not been in school since March 13th. And, you know, you see these various fucking wild ass plans for how schools are going to reopen and what they are going to look like. And half the reason for that is because parents need the kids out of the fucking house because they have to go to jobs that are supposed to be reopening. Right. Like we have this giant fucking house of cards that everything is, you know, piled on top of each other. Nobody is actually doing a single goddamn thing to try to carefully take that house apart. Right? Like, how many fucking first of the months have we had now with no rent help, with no mortgage help? You know, we got twelve hundred dollars once. Like, god damn it. You know, it's fucking global pandemic. Makes me mad. It makes me really mad. And it makes me mad. There are Ceshuvians in the Facebook group who are sick right now. And they're sick right now because they're working fucking grocery jobs and healthcare jobs. And people are walking into those fucking jobs without masks. And it's just like, fuck off. Why are we doing this? It's fucking insane.
1: Okay. Fuck that. What? How? And uh, Dan, 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 are we just losing it now? You and me? Are we just losing it? I think we might be. Are we helping? Is this is this a good podcast?
0: Who knows? Who knows anymore, Maureen? Who knows? But it's just...
1: How did anti-masking become a thing?
0: Yeah. Literally, think about the fact that a month ago, Maureen, we were talking every day about how the president was trying to take your drugs. The drugs that you take because they fucking help you. And he's on... TV talking about how he's popping fucking hydroxychloroquine and there's a giant run on the fucking pills and you can't get what you want. And I guarantee you the people that made a run for hydroxychloroquine and started fucking popping an anti-malarial drug with no proven anything in terms of COVID and plenty of proven anything that it fucks up your heart rate. Mm -hmm. Those same fucking people won't put a 50 goddamn cent piece of paper over their face. They would rather take some fucking drug that has nothing to do with this shit than put a goddamn piece of cloth over their wet hole. Okay, we
1: don't we don't need to go back to the wet hole thing. I'm just saying we don't It's a very
0: wet hole, Maureen. That's the problem.
1: we, We really don't. I mean, we don't have to. We. We. We did it, and we can just let that go.
0: Anyway, makes me mad. Makes me mad. Did we help? Is this good? (laughs) This episode Says Who is made possible by you. Aren't you glad through your support of our Patreon? I think it was fine. I mean, look it. We, it was not 53 minutes of screaming incoherently. It was only like 10 minutes of that. Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who and a reminder that every week of quarantine, every fucking week, (laughs) you get an extra says who over on Patreon. If you're a $5 a month, or up supporter. And once again, the entire month of June's support numbers, money is being d- donated to the movement for black lives because they are doing critically important work. And we're just two Jag yelling about wet holes into <laughs> fucking microphones. <Let's> <laughs> Our music is performed by Ted Leo. Their logo is designed by Darth. They're both doing good things. They're both staying safe. Do
1: you think Darth has a little mask on, a little Red Panda mask? Oh,
0: without a doubt. Yeah. Darth probably has a mask that looks like French fries.
1: <gasps> probably.
0: You can Prob- contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can he- email it. hey, that is H E Y at says whopodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at Slash Group Slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. And I really want to send a word of encouragement out to the number of Says Whovians in the group who have gotten sick in the last couple of weeks. It was not an exaggeration. Um, some of them have been tested and are waiting for results. Other ones are waiting to get a test because somehow... Here we are in fucking July and that's still an issue. Anyway, they have turned to the group for support and thank you to those that have supported them. Some of them financially and a quick recovery uh, to those of you that are sick. We are thinking about all of you.
1: We sure are. And I'm sorry that Dan said wet holes so many times. That's, just not acceptable. It's just what it is.
0: It's a wet hole that sends fucking aerosolized droplets out into the world and into other people's wet holes, and that's how it all gets fucking problem. Hey. Ah, damn it. What were you saying? I do have a question for you, Amy Carter Shoe. All right. We have been on opposite sides of this Joe Biden thing. Pretty much from the start. I've already regretted the way I said that.
2: Mm-hmm. We can be on opposite sides of Joe. <sighs> Joe can
0: accommodate. Anyway, I yeah. do have to say, I have to pay him a compliment, Amy Carter mm-hmm. Shoe.
2: All right, I'm
0: listening. His strategy of simply... Standing back and letting Donald Trump punch himself out has so far proven to be brilliant. Uh-huh. That's all. That's my man. That's my
2: man. He's brilliant. He just, he just l- stand back and let Joe do his thing. Yeah, he can reach you from far
0: away. I mean. Ask me
2: how. Uh, Uh,
0: I don't, I really don't want to. He can get Uh, you. How? So, so stretchy. Uh, Say
2: the name of my book.
0: uh, I can't remember now. It's the expanding uncle. Oh, that's right. Expanding uncle. Uh, Expanding uncle. uh, uh, Is there a play on words that I'm not hearing with that? (laughs) is it something that i'm missing (laughs) i honestly thought it would be more clever than that
2: (laughs) you'll Uh, know everyone else goes oh they get it they get it
0: i don't get it all right are we are we okay We're not okay. Spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Look, if you haven't left a review on Apple Podcasts before, why not write about wet holes? They'll love that. Mm, Sticky. (laughs) You just need to stop writing sticky books.
1: That was my favorite review, though, ever. Just sticky. Man, when you're an author, people just write to you about all kinds of shit. Can I read you an an email that I got the other day? Please. Like yesterday. I'm gonna leave I'll leave the name out. But this is the kind of stuff that I get. Like this is this is sort of my day in, day out kind of. For some reason, I'm not getting a a window. Hold on, I'm trying to get a window. I'm trying to be a professional. Oh, it's because it's in front of me. Um, (laughs) shut up. Shut up. All right, so here's, I opened my email the other day. I'm going to check my, check my mail. And I get an email that says the following. Okay. Hi, hoping this reaches the author or even better, the editor. I'm a librarian. I, I put the first book on this series on my summer reading list. I love it. I'm currently reading number three in the series and I'm writing to you because it's full of mistakes. Seriously, did anyone read this or did you just use spellcheck? I highly recommend using a human being to edit your books. Oh phew. This Thanks. is from a
0: this is from a fan. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's nice. You know, you love to hear it. Love to hear from your fans. I and I actually do appreciate email, but like people
1: just come and tell you about stuff. Like your book's sticky or you know. <laughs>
0: Uh, There was a while, Maureen, where my 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 day job was um, working for the nonprofit side of the Mozilla Foundation, the people that make the Firefox Web browser. And let me tell you, you learn real quick when in public company to not tell people that because they start coming to you with tech support questions or, you know, that your browser really isn't as fast as Chrome. You should make it faster than Chrome. It's like thanks. I don't, I don't have anything to do. But really, also, I think the fonts render too small. It's like cool. Thank you, <laughs> thank thanks. Have you ever thought about making like an email co- client? No, I don't have anything to do with it. Anyway, people are great, and you should leave reviews on Apple Podcasts oh. about how great people are.
1: Speaking of great people, I, maybe we should save this for a bonus episode. But we got to talk about Whoa. J.K. Rowling. That might be a
0: oh, that,
1: that that might be a That's... bonus episode.
0: We are one hour and one minute into this recording, Maureen. You are not bringing up J.K. Rowling right now. I just did. This Sunday, who knows? Maybe that will be the quarantine Sunday. Cause won't everyone love that? Yeah.
1: We got you guys. We're really sorry. Is this
0: this? Is, I don't know that this is a good episode. I think it's a good episode. We eh. had Amy Carter shoe on twice. Hmm. I said wet Maybe. hole like a thousand times. Yeah, you see, this is what I'm talking about. I don't think this is good. It's good. It's good. And if you think it's good, just wait till next week, July 8th, when our next episode comes out. The things will be. It'll be even better. Things
1: will be much better by then.
0: Hmm, we will be well over 50,000 cases a day at that point. Dan, we will. Sorry, (laughs) we will. (laughs) We will. Dan, the thing about exponential growth that people forget is that it moves real fast. Once it's there, it's real slow till then. This is the thing that helped me understand everything I needed to know about COVID, Maureen, early on. Someone was like, here's the deal with exponential growth. Imagine you have a pond, and in the middle of that pond is a lily pad. And that lily pad uh, doubles. The number of lily pads in the pond doubles every day. And it takes 48 days to fill the pond with lily pads. The day that the pond is half full is the 47th day. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Now I get it. Doesn't look like anything till suddenly it's like, holy shit, look at all those. And then they're just full. That's where we're at in like four fucking states now.
1: Wow, people are probably really, probably feeling
0: really good right now. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. And from my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. From
2: my uh, Par- apartment in New York City, where everything is fine, it's me, Amy Carter Shue. Maureen's gone.
0: Where did, Where she did, not, did she go, Amy? She,
2: she's not coming back.
0: Oh, no.
1: Ever? The biggest mystery is why people oh. like this book. Never read your reviews.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, this has uh. been says who?
2: Yes, yeah, sure it has. That's right, Scrotes. That's right, Scroots' It's been says who? Ah, more fun times next week. I'm going to get out there on the streets and fuck some people up.
0: <laughs> At least you said up.
2: Uh, that's how I do it. I'm a shoot. Uh,
1: Even I don't know what that means, but I know what it means. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think we're okay.
0: Oh, we're not. I don't think we're
1: okay anymore. No.